I met this guy. It was the best week of my life. When I asked for his phone number, he told me he's married. Gay. Straight. Henry Roth, why didn't you tell me you were a secret agent? I'm afraid that's not an option, Lisa. Linda. I know, I changed your name for your protection. Dr. Henry Roth's best relationships were with his patients, and he wasn't looking to settle down. But one day, the unthinkable happened. Blinded by the light, wrapped up like a dick. Are you staring at me or her? Because you're starting to freak me out. And we see. Oh, Henry Roth, nice to meet you. Lucy was in a terrible car accident. She lost her short-term memory. She won't remember him tomorrow. You and I are actually seeing each other. Don't worry, you're not gonna suffer any short-term memory loss, but was your head shaped like an egg before she hit you? Now, the guy who's afraid of commitment. I just wanna try something that'll help her remember me. It's a videotape. During this reenactment, you will be played by Ula. Aloha! Sorry about your brain. <laughs> is going to extremes. Okay, pal, when she stops, just let her pet you look cute. Okay, here she comes, smile. Why is she not slowing down? Uh-oh. To get the girl. Do you have any idea who I am? I've never even met you. <laughs> Come on! Adam Sandler. It's gonna be all right, Lucy. Don't call me Lucy, I barely know you. Sweetie, you're sort of dating him. Sorry, I'm not better looking. Drew Barrymore. Okay, this is her. Pretend you're attacking me so she pulls over. What do you think you're doing? Come on over here. Thank you, my pineapple. Help me, please. I'm dipping your big ass. Oh, oh, wow. go. Oh, enough, enough. Are you okay? Yes, okay, yes. I'll be right back. Hey, come no, here. no, 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 no. 50 first dates. Hello and welcome to The Ravens, a movie and TV show podcast. I'm Dom. And I'm Simon. And tonight's movie for debate is... Adam Sandler, Drew Barrymore, 50 First Dates. I'm Drew Barrymore and you're listening to The Ravens Podcast with Simon and Dom. Welcome to The Ravens movie and TV show podcast where it's always 10.30 at night. It's time to grab the snacks from the sweet cupboard, move on upstairs, and settle in. So nice movie for debate is 50 First Dates. Welcome to the podcast, everybody. Simon, David Everlong. I'm good. I'm good, thank you. And you? I'm very well, thank you. But Simon, we're not alone. There's three of us in the Zoom. We have not a Hall of Famer. No, no, no. We have what we would describe as a better Raven. <laughs> this is our OG Raven, the first, the original, the one, the only. It's Emily. Emily, Yay. welcome to the podcast. Hey, it's been a while. It's been a long time. How have you been? I've been good. Been busy. Um, working, getting closer and closer for graduation, for college. What I, I think I have six classes left. Wow. Um, I should be done by next July. So that's crazy to actually be like become a full-fledged teacher. That's going to be a lot of fun. 
It's already fun, but it's going to be a lot more fun. (laughs) (laughs) That's so exciting. And how's everything going with the bakery as well? Because that's all been happening as well, hasn't it? Yes, the bakery's doing, we're doing okay. Um, Some days are slower than others, but, you know, I think that's with everything going on with the economy and with everything. It's everywhere is having a a little rough go of it. But for the most part, I think we're doing good. Um, My mom says we're going to keep on going until we can't keep going anymore. So fighting spirit. I like it. That's good. Well, hope everything goes swimmingly and it's, you know, getting close to Christmas. So people will be, you know, buying loads of cakes and donuts and what have you, whatever you've got to offer. I'm sure (laughs) they'll snap it all up. Hopefully so. Hopefully so. Nice. What about you, Simon? What's going on? Just living, my friend. Excited (laughs) to be doing our first Adam Sandler movie, which is crazy. I was thinking about that exact thing when I was watching it. So I watched it today. Don't tell anyone I work with and hopefully no one I work with, you know, (laughs) listens. But I was doing a little bit of work. Well, I was doing a lot of work and watching at the same time. You know, as I call it appropriate pausing. So when somebody <laughs> needs me, I stop that and I pay attention to what's going on. But then I just crack on and, and carry on watching. Um, but yeah, I can't believe this is the first Adam Sandler film. Crazy. It's crazy because and we'll get to it when we talk about our histories with this movie, I'm sure. But Adam Sandler, firstly, we say Sandler in our British accent. We know it's pronounced Sandler in America, but it would sound weird right for us to say adam sandler it, it would would you you'd say sandler dom adam sandler? i would adam sandler sandler how, how would you say it dom uh yeah sandler yeah unless sandler, we were from up north and we said sandler <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> we could just go around accents around the world how would you say adam sandler yeah <laughs> But yeah, it's crazy that this is the first one. So I'm really, I'm excited, excited to talk about it. But of course, it was your choice, Emily, because you yes. not only are our first ever Raven, but also are an ultimate Raven, meaning that you get to get to choose movies, which is so fun. So yes. tell us why, why 51st Dates? I kind of, I feel like I was torn between this one and um just go with it which is another adam sandler movie i have always loved stupid comedy movies is what i like to call them like um the ballad or talladega nights the ballad of ricky bobby is one of my favorite movies hot rod which is um andy samberg is one of my other favorite movies um and adam sandler he falls perfectly into that category of stupid comedy movies but this one's more romantic comedy rather than just comedy comedy so that was kind of my my thought process like well and i looked at your list too of all of the movies that you had said you wanted to cover and i was like well this is on there okay let's let's do it <laughs> i just say on the movie hot rod the uh, have you seen have you seen that dom <laughs> no uh seen. dom would i don't think dom would like it cuz i mean it's kind of fits <laughs> in the blades of glory bracket oh no uh, <laughs> yes, it when I really like I really like it I haven't seen it for a long time <laughs> but my connection to it or memory to it now is when I was a teenager a long time ago okay it's okay <laughs> the statute limitations surely make me say but that used to be the DVD case that I would stash my weed and roll in papers <laughs> in and, and like put it in, you know, be like in my room in like the DVD sort of like shelving that I had and it would 
Hot Rod would be the chosen stash box. <laughs> so I have a lot of love for that. <laughs> I guess. I have a movie poster that I got for Christmas of Hot Rod that was actually from the movie theater I watched it from. Mm. Um, watch it at, and it's framed. I have it hanging in my bedroom. It's one of my most prized possessions. I Hot Rod is one of my favorite movies. I quote it often. My sister and I, we can just, we can go back and forth. Both of my sisters, actually, we can go back and forth quoting Hot Rod. It's one of my favorite movies. (laughs) That's so cool. Is that one of them things when you were like at the movie theater and you just asked when you're done with it, can I have this? And they like wrote your name on the back of it. And so it's yours kind of thing or. Well, our movie theater was closing down and they had like a consignment sale of a bunch of movie posters that they had. Um, and somebody w- bought it and they were selling it on Facebook and my mom saw it on Facebook and she bought it for me oh, for Christmas nice. and just, and gave it to me because she knows that that's my favorite movie. It's also one that she has watched with us multiple times and loves as well. But yeah, that was how that we came for that. And then our movie theater, they opened up um, again with new management. So we have a movie theater, but it was before all of that happened when they closed. So that's really cool. Uh, Dom, I don't know if you remember. You will because you, you have a very impeccable memory. Do you for everything or is it just particular things? Like all all round, would you say you have a solid memory? Uh, I think my memory is fairly good. Yeah, I think for, for most things. There will be things that I forget. Like, that you know, that you do. Like if you go shopping, I've gone in there for 10 things and I come out with eight. You know what I mean? It's pretty normal. Um, but yeah, in terms of recalling a memory from like childhood or a while ago or something like that, it's pretty, pretty good at recalling stuff like that. I've, yeah, I've always found that you're good at, at remembering like particular things. Like, uh, one, what was I listening? I was, when I've been listening back to our podcast recently, you were talking about us playing golf, and I had had no memory of it. We're talking about mm. you, me, and my dad playing golf, and I was thinking, wow, his memory is so good. <laughs> maybe, maybe mine isn't because of what was in that hot rod box. <laughs> it's all connecting, <laughs> <laughs> which will connect to fifty first dates, kind of. And we were talking about memory, but the the reason I was bringing up memory was because so when the movie theater cinema that we'd called it the dom and i did the shining screening at the other the other day or a few weeks ago uh i went and saw with effany the peanut butter falcon there which is the movie that's with shia LaBeouf, and it was about the kid with down syndrome and really great you've seen it emily yes it's a really good movie did, did you see it dom no i've still not seen it no i think you'd really like it it's really good and it's very like empowering it's really it's like it's like a dark comedy really like it's kind it's really funny but it's like empowering about um you know that if you if you take away limitations from people that often have limitations set on them just how far people can go you know um at whilst being treated you know as a neurotypical person or given the same uh freedoms and anyway i loved the movie so much that when i i had said on the way in i was like oh it's so amazing this like on the way in i said on the way out no sorry after seeing the movie i was so enthralled by it i just they had a poster in the in the hallway and i said oh when you're done with this can i like buy this off of you and they were just like i'll just wait one sec and they literally just took it out the frame rolled it up and just gave it to me like for nothing (laughs) they were just like just have it like we're this is the last time we're screening it 
And then I was so taken by that, that I framed it and put it in our office because I thought it was like a powerful statement that like people need to see <laughs> this film. Um, and then sadly, a lot of stuff came out about Shia LaBeouf after yes. that. So, I mean, it's kind of maybe it's more difficult to tell people you should watch this now. Um, I don't know all of the details and this, that and the other. Maybe these things are true. Maybe they're not. Who knows? But it's a very powerful film. But my point is, Dom, do you remember the poster was in the... Or was it in the other office? It was in no. your other office. It was in the second one. But yeah, I, you, you took me in there a couple of times. You know, the small office and it was on the... Was it on the wall? I'm pretty sure yeah, it was on the yeah. wall. Yeah, yeah, it was on the yeah. wall, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I remember it. Movie posters. Would you ever put a poster up, Dom? I think you said once you'd thought about putting a Saving Private Ryan one up, hadn't you? Is that familiar? Uh, I don't have one, but I, I would put one up if I had one, yeah. I think if there were... I don't see why not, you know, I, j I just don't have it. I'm not really a, even when I was younger, I wasn't really a poster kid. I mean, I remember your, you had them all over the place, but I, I never really, I, in fact, I only ever put posters up because you had posters up. I didn't really <laughs> actually care <laughs> about having posters up. I was just trying to copy you. <laughs> and you, you blue tacked and ruined your parents' walls as well. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> like fucking hell, Simon. Jesus. <laughs> Well, okay. Well, should we should we talk about our memories? I've kind of taken over, Dom. I'm sorry. You keep going. Oh, no, no, you carry on, mate. I can't help myself, can I? Well, Emily, tell us about your memories of Fifty First Dates, like the first time you saw it, if you can remember, and like your connections and why it's a special movie to you. I kind of feel like the first time that I watched it, it came out in 2004, so I would have been eight or nine maybe yeah nine could i'd have been nine um i think we rented it um from our our quick stop used to have like movies where you could rent them and i'm pretty sure that we rented it from the from the quick stop and i don't remember watching it like fully like watching it the first time i remember fully watching it i was like 13 14 and it was at a friend's house and i just it was i always thought it was just funny the um some of the comedy beats in it and um i i really like adam sandler so i mean i was on board for that and drew barrymore is amazing she's she's really good in this movie too but i i feel like that that was um the first time i ever like fully watched it and i i've probably watched it mm, maybe like once or twice a year since then just because it's it i like it Excellent. It's like a comfort movie for you. It's a yes. one you can put on in the background and be doing laundry and stuff and yes. it's comforting. Comforting noise. Right. Nice. Dom? History? What? Connections? Let's uh let's talk about it. Let's get stuck in because it's it runs deep, runs deep in my life. Um the first time I watched this film was today. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> really? Yeah, I've never seen it before. <laughs> what? <laughs> You've done this. What was the other movie you did this with, like, semi-recently? Besides Blaze uh, of Glory, there was something else that I didn't know you hadn't seen it. I, I love it when it's a surprise, when I don't know. <laughs> I'm just not going to tell you in future. But, yeah, no, I've never seen never seen this one before. Um, it's the sort of film that will be on on a Sunday afternoon, and I've kind of, like, let's say I was at my parents' house strolling. My dad might have it on the telly, but... When you look away at my house, so my dad will have something on the TV. You look away and look back at something else, and you look away and look back at something else. 
So in the space of being here for an hour, you've watched four different films. And this is definitely one of those films where he'll mm-hmm. flick and change. Yeah. And, you know, so, uh, yeah, I've never never seen the film before. You look so, like, surprised when I said it really ran deep and you were excited as hell. So I'm sorry. I was. That, but... I was like, yes, <laughs> he's going to share. There's some deep connection here. It was like yeah. a first yeah. date or I something. I was too. I was enthralled. Yeah, I, I instantly imagined this was like a first date with like you know this dream woman and then she didn't turn up and then she did and he met somebody else and they had their own love story but she had been in an accident and had a memory problem and it was like a whole <laughs> symmetry like a whole bit, yeah. yeah but no I nothing on my on my life yeah yeah you co-wrote it okay <laughs> uh the reason i have such a good memory is because she had such a bad memory you got her powers you kind of like sucked out her memory you know like in stormship troopers when they're like sucking they like sucking the brains brains. out yeah Yeah. you did that and now you've got impeccable memory and you can see the future a little bit and that's how you predict things in one tree hill it all makes sense that's exactly it that is how every good science fiction film is written (laughs) okay well Uh, tell tell us a bit about adam sandler then like your connection because i mean it even though this isn't it's obviously a single movie there's no sequels or anything but there is such thing as the sandler verse people mm-hmm. call it that i mean it's not quite the same as like the quentin tarantino where they're all connected but the movies kind of can fit as being not one in the same but feeling similar so like how do you feel towards adam sandler in general uh i i, I sometimes have really mixed opinions of adam sandler i i really really like him I think he's very funny and he works with a close, like, um, like all his close friends, you know, it's like his close connections. They're in every film. Uh, and he obviously keeps these people alive, <laughs> you know, but, but, but it's a good thing. You know, he, he looks after his friends. He makes, he makes, you know, making sure they're, they're working and employment and stuff. And it's, and it's good. And some of them are, are really decent as well. But, um, my first sort of like, foray should we say into the Sandler universe was the wedding singer so these two again yes um and they're like the perfect coupling aren't they really but I like Sandler in this iteration shall we say where he's silly but fairly normal you know um I think the water boy kind of pushes it to that next level for me and I, I like it and I think it's very funny and there's some really funny moments but anything beyond the water boy just starts becoming too extreme um for me um you mean like little like little nicky little nicky's a bit tough yeah it's a little bit tougher but um <laughs> but yeah like the the rest of it i really like like this way he's like he's got like a sensible job but he does silly stuff with it you know he's a vet basically or works in this you know marine life center um but does dumb stuff with with the animals and it's quite funny and it's entertaining and yeah just kind of that version of sandler i enjoy i absolutely despise hidden gems i know you're going to mention it it's the worst film i've ever seen and i would <laughs> never encourage anyone to watch it thing is uncut gems uncut just in gems case. sorry but, but yes. no no but hidden gems is that something else that is something i oh, think that be, yeah i mean but... uncut gems though it sounds like a, that sounds like it could be a good film. Yes, I know you hate it. You hate it, but critically, it did well. So what I I'm saying, I critically, it did well. <laughs> but yes, I it's been very well noted. I've got one more chance with you, haven't I? I oh, 
Dom's going to watch Dream Scenario, which is a new Nicolas Cage movie, which mm. is really good. But that, Dom that doesn't looks, trust. That looks decent. That's like as your as your like additional try. That, that like gains you an extra try. So you'll be up to two. Like if if it's a good film, it looks mm. good though. I've only given you one bad turn. Like I've re- I've recommended you so many. Blades of Glory doesn't count. We did it for the podcast. There's been so many, and we knew you wouldn't like it, but there's been so many I've given you, like The Office, obviously you love. There's been so many others. A lot of the movies we've done on this podcast, you said you saw for the first time as a child at my house. So I've been doing this for fucking decades. But Uncut Gems just hurt so much. It was just so bad. It cut so deep. It was so bad. It wasn't. It really was. Awards? <laughs> Did your wife like it? I remember. I'm pretty sure Eth said she hated it, and I I go as a barometer of normal in the room. I pick Eth over you, and I'd say that that she uh, we're 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 on a kind of level understanding of agreement whether it's you know good or not. And what's, if she didn't, what's scary about that is when I make decisions at work. My dad says the exact same thing. <laughs> he says because me and my dad and my wife will work together. And I'll ask him, and he'll say, well, what did F say? And I'll say, whatever that she said. And he said, well, that's obviously what I think too. And then when I say to Ethany, I'll say, say something to her. And she'll say, what did your dad say? And I'll say, whatever. And he said, well, yeah, obviously. It's like they have the same kind of, I'm like the wild card. I have to be contained. But this isn't the case. Anyway, can I... Can I tell? Can I talk about my connections? Please yes, do. Yeah, please Looking do. To it. Okay. Well, first, I got the oh. Happy Gilmore hat on. So oh, I was wondering why you had it on backwards. <laughs> just thinking, what's what? What are we revealing? Dom, uh, Dom's my barometer of hats. Is this acceptable? Is it? He doesn't like there to be space at the top. Look, is this? F says F. Well, tell me, and then I'll tell you what F said about uh, the hat look that way i think it's all right it's a good fit it's a good fit uh is it beige though i can't really see the color that way it yeah it's, a bit too, it's beige it's a, it's a bit beige isn't it well f said it's acceptable for podcasting and gardening but nothing else <laughs> <laughs> there you go but I got it as like a as a package. It came with like a Happy Gilmore T-shirt. But for well, if I'm ever going to wear it, it should be for today. But I love Adam Sandler. Like this is from an early age. I'd probably say like nine or ten. I have loved him. I started with I think Billy Madison was the first movie that I saw of his, and then went straight into Happy Gilmore. Bulletproof that he did with. Damon Wayne's was also an early one. And then I just followed every single movie that he's done until now. Like I watched all the bad ones, Hubie Halloween and, you know, movies, uh, the Western one he did. Like even when they're mm-hmm. terrible, I'll watch them because I love him. I feel like a, a connection. I've, I've had as my WhatsApp status for about five years or so, if not more, my WhatsApp status is WhatsApp whatsapp's a thing in america it's big right yeah uh yeah i have it as um adam sandler movies make me feel safe because that is exactly what they do and because if i ever feel sad or 
I don't know, tired or whatever the emotion may be, if I put an Adam Sandler movie on, like one of these sort of comedy types like Fifty First Dates, it just feels like a safe universe that I wish that I could be within and to be within his like circle of friends it just feels like nothing bad can happen there only life lessons that I can learn in a 90 minute span and then move on so yeah I've always I've always really loved him for 50 first dates I actually don't think I saw this in 2004 2004 was an odd time a transitional time for me because that was how old were we in 2004 Dom 17 16 17 17 yeah. yeah and so that was that was <laughs> that was my uh lost aggression period of my of my life that chapter there where I maybe was off the rails a little bit and I think I probably was trying to be too cool for Adam Sandler movie so I was trying to watch things like Goodfellas and Lockstock and those kind of movies and horror movies but then really you know when I was alone at night would would be watching these like old Adam Sandler movies but I don't think I saw it until a few years later but I enjoyed it I've always enjoyed Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore as a combination like Dom said The Wedding Singer I've always really enjoyed that's one of F's favorites and I really like Blended as well that's I'm Ad- gonna ask. you like Blended I like Blended too and that's actually the only Adam Sandler movie except for Uncut Gems that I've actually seen in the cinema which is strange because these are more like the straight to dvd or you know now netflix you know it's just, yeah, it goes yeah. straight there doesn't it really yes. and so i watched it in the cinema and i was supporting people to go and watch it and i just really enjoyed it as as i knew that i would but it was nice to have that in a cinema experience and it was when i, I was we were in the cinema and there was nobody else in there as well you know one of those lucky times when there's just no yes. one in the screen so yeah, I'd just go with it. It's a movie I really love as well. Uh, I actually have—I've said this many times before—but I have a pair of his shoes, a shirt, and a jacket that he wore in Just Go with It, and I wear the jacket and every now and again, and just enjoy the fact that nobody else knows. It's a, like it's a nice like Hugo Boss jacket that you can put on like over a shirt. Like it's quite smart. It's like good for going out for like dinner and stuff and nobody else knows but I know I'm like this Adam Sanders jacket and it's really dope it came a really cool package with like has all of the wardrobe tags on it of like you know where they write like the scenes and the continuity and all of that stuff and has like a official like certificate from the studio and like uh it sent with like photographs of him wearing it and the scenes and whatever super cool like a prized possession and then in this movie there's a couple when F and I went to Hawaii a few years ago, I got so excited to be able to go to some of like the filming locations of where some of these things were filmed. Um, and I can talk about some of those bits when we get into the movie. But it was really cool to to be able to visit. And yeah, I have a lot of love for this movie. Sorry, that was a lot. I didn't even skim the surface. There's so much more <laughs> I could say, but I won't because otherwise this wouldn't be very collaborative. Well, it's beautiful. I'm glad you have such a, a deep connection to Adam Sandler because it's it's nice to have that and, and that have that association. Because I kind of feel like that, like like when you're listening, maybe like when you're listening to a podcast and you're listening to the same sort of like two or three people that talk for the podcast, you feel like you're kind of in the room with them. 
like having that discussion and you know you might have different opinions but you sort of take in on theirs as well so it's i think for you it's quite nice to see that you have that kind of escape as well whereas you could put on one of his films and kind of feel like you're part of it in a weird way you're you know connected to it in such a way what would you what would you pick out as your favorite adam sandler film uh, it's so hard man because like i've <laughs> i listen these are like ones that i just can listen to the audio of because i've seen them so many times if i had to just pick one it would oh it'd be a toss-up between happy gilmore just go with it is up there and blended is probably up there too but then oh, there's some really good ones that i really like that are like more serious like a I was it you didn't like funny people was it you that didn't like funny people Dom with Seth Rogen you don't like Seth Rogen I can't stand Seth Rogen I don't think I've seen funny people though it's really good have you seen have you Did seen you watch... no I have not seen that one I was gonna ask if you had seen Spanglish yeah I've seen F, Spanglish. F loves yeah. that one as well it's really that good. one's a more serious one too if I grown up I... grown ups is pretty good <laughs> Grown Ups is one of my favorites. Grown Ups is hilarious. Grown Ups is good. Yeah, Grown Ups this... two is okay. What What about what would yours be, Emily? If you could just pick one. Oh, if I could just pick one. Oh, Big, mm. Big Daddy's really good as well. What is it? Yeah, Big Daddy is good. It, that's got little Cole Sprouse whenever that he was little in it. And um. There's a, I feel like there's another one that came out around that time too that I really liked. The Water Boy. Was, which one? The Water Boy. No, not Water Boy. That one is a good one. The Longest Yard. That one is another good one. I like that one too. Anger Management of Jack Nicholson. Anger Management was good. That, I think, yeah, I think that one might be my favorite. There's so many. There's so many. I, I <laughs> like I like the recent ones as well. I like Murder Mystery. Uh, Hustle is really dope. That's not like a typical Adam Sandler movie. Like the basketball one is really, that's just like all out and out of really good. I'm going to watch that again. Have you guys seen that? Uh, I keep meaning to watch it because you said it was so good, but because the last one was so bad, I didn't. But I will, <laughs> I will watch it. No, I mean like the last Sandler film. I don't mean film in general that you've suggested, but um, I was just like a bit skeptical because um because i really really did enjoy the last one but yeah you did say that hustle was really really good so i'll, I'll definitely give it a go it's still yeah. on netflix isn't it so yeah yeah we we yeah. should we yeah. should do that one for the podcast because it, it's really good and they got like the, so many people from the nba are involved in it um it's because adam Sandler loves basketball mm. uh, to the point he's that actually really good at basketball too really good and to the point that when because it's his own production company and everything it's part of his thing that he has to have a certain amount of court time each day when filming to play basketball with his friends um mm -hmm. yeah it's he just uh, there's so many things i love about him as well i love his fashion that he just wears whatever he wants he would just wear basketball shorts and a hoodie to like a uh you know a film premiere or to be on a talk show and what the thing that i've always really admired from a young age about him is that in his movies generally speaking mr deeds would you think of mr deeds mr yeah i think it was mr deeds where the, that's the one where he has like the butler and the money and yes. I, yeah I, that might have been the one i was trying to think of i love that one too <laughs> i love that one too um sorry it just came to me yeah the <laughs> 
what I love about him is that he generally in the movies and I think in real life he is just the same like he will just he's always playing someone that will treat everybody consistently well and he epitomizes like in Mr. Deeds for example of treating the people that you don't have to treat well well now I'm of course you need to treat everybody well but you know how they say people say that the way that someone treats the the janitor or a waiter at a, at a restaurant or whatever is that's the true measure of that person you know rather than how they treat their boss or someone that they're sort of trying to suck up to or make a good impression to and that's what he epitomizes is that he in these movies he always treats everybody well and has these kind of um I don't know little jokes and things you know like like in this movie where he like jumps on the jet ski at the beginning and the guy's like what are you doing he's like i'll give you 20 bucks if you keep going straight and he's like okay how's your nuts you know it's just like they just go <laughs> off and there's just i love all of those little interactions and so i've in my own life always tried to be that way like as an adult is just to try and be consistent whether i'm talking here whether i'm talking at work whatever we're talking to the people i'm supporting and just try and keep it the same and i think in a weird way or maybe a not so weird way that some of that has been inspired by him and his and his movies so yeah i mean there has to be something about him because his movies are so popular and he's been on top in that sort of field for what this must be his third decade right the 90s all the way through to now. So what, what do you think it is, Emily? What is it about Adam Sandler that resonates with people? I kind of feel like he's just down to earth, hasn't let the fame get to him type of thing. And like, I just feel like he's genuine and real in his interactions on screen and off screen. I kind of feel like that that's probably why. Is that what you think as well, Dom? Like how he's managed to maintain... Yeah, probably. I think he's, you know, he's not afraid of being silly and being a little bit out of the box, is he? But he's also just a, seems like a genuine bloke. Um, he's quite happy to play basketball with absolutely anyone, like any random, and quite happy to have a conversation with anyone. Uh, he does come across as being quite private, I think. He just likes to keep himself to himself. So, And he doesn't lord over the, you know, I'm a multi-millionaire superstar he just just a just a normal guy isn't he really that's what he you know how he plays it how he comes across so i think it's fairly decent and that's the way to do it as well just keep your private life private and when you are in the public to just be be good to people and and it works but dom can you give us one of your perfect dom synopsis of this movie and let's let's talk about it i could do my very best <laughs> so we have uh the beginning of the film with uh all the uh sort of ladies on the phone aren't they describing the most perfect first date or date that they've had with a certain gentleman uh and they're all talking about him uh and then reasons why they can't ever see him again so he's a firefighter or something like that was one of the there was something about him not oh no there was a firefighter saying he doesn't have a, a cell phone um there was uh the lady that he was standing on that sort of pier way of saying that he's a, a spy and he was talking into his watch and just being generally rid ridiculous and they're all kind of fall for it and think that he's being fairly genuine so um 
that was quite quite silly and quite funny. Um, he then, you know, keeps doing these things, keeps going on these dates and stuff, but just, you know, goes to have breakfast in this. I don't, did it have a name, this, like, breakfast place? I can't remember. The Hookie Lounge Cafe. There you go. So he... he... Well, this is my first thing, is, so when we got to Hawaii and I started realizing that so many of my favorite things were filmed there, I started convincing (laughs) Ethany that this is what our vacation is going to become. Like (laughs) this is about, we have to go to filming locations because Lost was filmed there, 51st Days and you know, some other things. And so I wanted to see, I wanted to find this, this like diner, this place, because it looks so awesome, right? To be able to go and have lunch and we had a car that we'd hired so we were like driving around the island and this doesn't exist they built it for production and then tore it down because it was like right on the beach so i guess i don't know but there was that location isn't real like the actual building uh but it was based on a real place that they had taken inspiration from so we went and ate lunch there which was really cool and they had like a big poster of uh 51st dates there i bought a t-shirt of course uh and then it shrunk in the wash and i'm so upset and i still have it if he wears it but uh yeah and then the only the other location i'll just say that we went to was there's like the road that partway during the movie uh, Adam Sanders' character is like pretending to have broken down, or he's got the penguin in the road, and it's like the montage, and she's beating up yeah, Rob yes. Schneider's character with the bat. <laughs> the right, that's actually in Kualu Ranch, which is uh, this big filming ranch um, where they use it for loads of different things. It's where Jurassic Park was filmed, um, you know, Jumanji, basically anywhere that needs to look tropical is sort of basically filmed in Hawaii and uh, in this ranch. And that bit there, we went on a tour and they were like, that's where, you know, Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore. I was like, yeah. And other people were just like, okay, I'm just moved on. (laughs) But yeah, sorry, please continue. Well, it's it's in that diner that he sees uh, Drew, or is playing Lucy, um, Basically cutting up waffles, she gets a big plate of waffles, starts cutting them up and then making like a structure out of them. Um, I think, does she make like a volcano sort of thing at first? It's kind of like in an upward kind of style when she puts... I think she, I, I think she does because it's the second time that he goes in is whenever that he um, gets the toothpick and helps her engineer the door. Yeah, that's right. Um, so she's, she's made some sort of volcano because she puts coffee in her, her little tin and puts it in the center so it looks like there's steam coming out of it so obviously uh a little quirk that she's had for a long time which is quite nice um and he gets talking to her and it becomes a great conversation and you know they they start to discover some stuff about each other she likes the smell of fish because her brother and her dad are, are fishermen uh and when she gives them a five minute hug um that's the the smell that she gets off them, and it's a comforting smell. And his hands smell of fish because he was, you know, touching a walrus all day, um, and feeding a walrus fish. So he's a bit stinky. Um, so it it was a nice moment, really. Like, actually, thought it was a really nice kind of like bonding moment between them, and it was quite good, um, almost like a love at first sight connection. Uh, and then <laughs> the the next time that he goes there, so they kind of arrange to to meet again. <laughs> 
And the next time he goes there to see her, she has absolutely no idea who he is. Um, because he goes kind of, kind of straight up to her. This is what we're going to do. But it's it's kind of like everybody's in on it, except for him and her. Everybody knows the situation. Everybody kind of knows what's going on, except him and her. Because obviously she loses her memory uh, when she wakes up every day. And he has never met her before and had no idea what was going on. As the story continues, as it goes on, uh, they start to do things and create. he starts to fall deeper and deeper you know in love with her so everybody's kind of saying to him well this is perfect and i include the animals in this especially that little penguin they're saying this is kind of perfect because you know you've been on so many dates with so many women and you know you do what you want with them and then you you skip you know you you'd never see them again so this is like perfect you can you know have repeat dates with this person and they're never going to remember so it doesn't matter if you never see them again it's perfect uh and he doesn't want that he wants something more and he wants something to grow, you know, to grow out of it and, and take it to the next level, potentially. Um, which is, you know, incredibly difficult to do when she has absolutely no memory of who he is. Anything I've missed out so far? No, it's good. But maybe let's pause there and we can do some discussion up until that point. Emily, maybe I could start with you as a Boy Meets I- World fan. Were you happy to see Sean's dad is Drew Barrymore's dad? I, I actually have in my notes. I forgot her his dad her dad was Chet Hunter. Yeah, after I remembered, I was like, "Yep, yeah, that is right." And then, um, of course, Sean Astin is the brother, and he he's so funny in this. Hilarious! Is in yes. such great shape as well. Yeah, he is. Don't we? Before he's on yeah, the juice, giving yep. him them wet dreams. <laughs> <laughs> At his age, <laughs> the funniest was whenever that um he um whenever that she watches the video and he she asks um well did you win the Mister Hawaii contest or whatever and he's like I didn't know there was gonna be a pee test yeah. that one kills me every time. <laughs> Don, were you surprised to see Sean Aston in this and? Did, did you recognize uh, her dad from other things as well? I know that you don't haven't watched Boy Me as well, but he's been in loads of things. Well, I recognize the dad from other Adam Sandler films. Oh, right. Of course. Oh, he's the coach yeah. in the water. He's the coach in the water boy. He's the course, coach in the water boy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure he appears in others as well. Like, might have a bit part in Little Nicky as well. Is he not? I'm pretty sure he's in Little Nicky as well. Is it? Yeah, sure. he's in loads of them. But he's also. He's He's also the um he replaced the voice actor as Slinky in Toy Story. So yes. oh, I've forgotten the guy's name. Varney was was his name. That sounds right. I let me someone Emily's looking it up. Sure. Emily's on it. <laughs> uh, he uh sadly passed away who voiced Slinky in the first, maybe the second in the first or Jim Varney. Jim Varney, there you go. Um and uh, I don't know this guy's name, but Chet, oh man, Chet Hunter. Oh, uh, uh, starts with a B. I mean, I will Emily's find back out again. On, she's back on it. She's back on it. <laughs> uh, he replaced him as the voice of Slinky in Toy Story, so he does. Oh, okay. He does that voice as well. Nice, Blake Clark. Blake Clark. There you go. Yep. Nice. But uh, what I can't remember the original question. Sean right? asked. Sean Aston. Had you recognize yeah, him? From did you else? recognize him? And sure. And were you happy to see Sean Aston in this? 
Uh, yeah, I'm really surprised to see Sean Astin actually, because you think you think of Sean Astin, you think you you think Lord of the Rings, don't you? You don't really think anything else other than or, maybe or Stranger, ne- Things, Stranger Things. Well. Now, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so it's all like fairly serious stuff, but like Bob is just the sweetest character in the world uh, in Stranger Things. So to see him when he's really young, like and, and like fit, like you said, it's just it's quite it was quite weird, but great. I thought he did a really good job, and he's perfect speech impediment throughout the whole film as well which was amazing but yeah really good i thought i thought they were a really good combination as well very protective over over lucy the two of them right because it is interesting seeing blake clark playing the dad and playing such a great dad because in boy meets world he's not a great dad uh to sean he's kind of the um goes away for long periods of time and isn't very there he does become lovable dom it happens over the series over the show um you're never gonna watch it are you he sadly passes away it's a whole thing it's a whole like character development struggle and Mm -hmm. maybe what season five season six it's a whole thing yeah but we don't have to worry about that in this movie because in this universe (laughs) he's here and he's being a great dad very present uh Emily, how do you find Dan Aykroyd as the as the doctor? He, I, I like Dan Aykroyd. He was really funny. Um, uh, I, one of the things that I, I, I don't even think I wrote it down, but it sticks out in my mind is whenever that, um, this comes later on in the movie. Whenever that, um, uh, Lucy like hits uh Adam Sandler, Henry's character, um, after that they wake up together in bed, and he's like, "Was your head always egg shaped like that?" They kind of they point that out a few times in the, and then at the end there's a painting of him with just an egg as a <laughs> head. Egg. Well, Dom yep. Dan Aykroyd basically is like you if you were in this movie, telling <laughs> Sean Astin to get off the juice and the all juice. of the wet dreams. Do you find that you have a similar disgruntledness, <laughs> but love a love a lovable ability about you also? Lovability. Um, I I I'm honoured to be you know, even mentioned in the same phrase as Dan Aykroyd. I like, I have to, Ghostbusters is one of my all-time favorite ever films. Ghostbusters 2 is, is close to that as well. You know, they're fantastic films. And I'm so excited for the new Ghostbusters film to come out because they're in that as well. You know, obviously not, um, oh my God, I can't remember his name, which is just embarrassing. Is but, Winston? Um, no, Egon, Egon. Oh, Egon. Yeah, yes. because he died. Um, Harold Ramis, there we go. It came to me. Um, uh, but yeah, like, I think Dan Aykroyd should have a bit part in every film. Just every, <laughs> just every film. He, he, I think he can just come in and just make a situation or change a situation so easily. But yeah, he was great. I thought it was fantastic. It was, that was a surprise to see as well. Like Sean Austin. Um, is it Sean Austin, did we say? Sean Astin. Astin, yeah. that's it, not Austin. Astin. Sean Astin and Dan Aykroyd, just like, completely out of the blue it's just like oh nice <laughs> yeah it's great is 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 there a winston in ghostbusters i do, uh, am i just throwing yeah. somebody yeah. else's yeah. winston okay i'm just getting it mixed up there, i yeah i'd love to cover those movies for sure and rest in peace to to the guy that played egon uh but the second one my god like haunted me as a child the like dude coming out of the painting <laughs> 
and then like stealing the baby, right? Vigo. Oh my god! Like it gave me nightmares, Dom. It's not oh, fun. That's not funny. Such a good oh. film. Oh my god! Last night, right? I took Luna out, my dog, for her toilet at the end of the night, and we like basically just walk down the bottom of my road and just walk back, and she does her business. Now sometimes foxes come out. It's it's the night. It's dark. But Labradors are like instinctively hate foxes and that's why she like rolls in fox poo if she gets the opportunity, which is terrible because it smells horrible and you have to wash her off and it's a whole thing. Anyway, usually if there's a fox that comes out and it's, you know, quite a way away, she'll like sort of lunge towards it. I've got her on the lead, so it's fine, it's safe. And it will just run off and scurry off, right? Done, all good. But last night there was a fox part way down the road and but it was between me and my house so I had to go like past it to get home and it just sat in the middle of the road staring at us and it was really big and I was thinking okay it's gonna move when I get a bit closer so moving a bit closer Luna's like I like being choked by the lead because she's like let me add it let me add it and sort of doing their like (laughs) that sort of throat noise because being like choked I'm like god okay and get a bit closer get a bit closer it just is not moving it just doesn't give a fuck and i was like it's okay it's actually getting a bit scary now i'm like trying to make some noise like trying to get it to just move away won't move get a little bit closer it just moves to the side i have to walk past it right this is crazy because i've never experienced this they're usually like skittish around you and as i get past it and start walking home it starts following, following. I'm like, what the fuck? So I start running. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's at night. I was like, maybe this is some sort of like vampire-like thing is coming to get me. So I just running. I turn around. It's still coming. It's speeding oh up. I literally get in. Luna only went number one. She didn't even get to go number two. I was like, we can't risk it. Straight in the house. Lock the door. And I'm sort of looking out the window. It's still out there. <laughs> oh my gosh. Is it still and, out there now? No, I don't. Well, then I just went up and like, Ephany was half asleep and I was like, F, I've just been hunted by a fox. And she's like, <laughs> what? And I'm like, no, you don't understand. And I'm like trying to look for it on the cameras. And the ring camera didn't capture the moment. Like, it normally captures it because of the sensors. There's something off. There was something off. Interesting. Oh, shit. Sorry. Mystery Fox. Well, it's like a Ghostbusters type situation. (laughs) Should have phoned Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. Should have. I'm going to call you, Emily, and ask you what... How how do you feel about... um, about Drew Barrymore in this. I mean, she kind of plays the perfect, um, I don't know how to sort of put it, like, you know, obviously very beautiful, but, like, also, like, the down-to-earth, humble art teacher, also treats everyone really nice, like, kind of like a an Adam Sandler movie version of Cameron Diaz in There's Something About Mary, you know, kind of like yeah. a, a vision of, of a perfect person an easy person to fall in love with is is that how how you viewed her yes and i like i said earlier she's just she's really really good in this role um when she when the um police come and like are writing her a ticket 
on for her tags being expired and she's like no they don't expire for another seven months and he's like they expired october of this year whatever month of this year and he she's like no look and she grabs the newspaper and like it's not the right date because obviously she doesn't know that life has went on without her and um she just you can see it in her face and then like when she breaks down about what happened and like she's just she's so good she's so good what did you think dom how do you feel about drew barrymore in this movie but also in general yeah in general i i you know we have a a weird affinity to her now don't we because you know she's done our intro for so long um (laughs) she does it every week she just sends us a little recording she's so Um, professional she's really got it down like they basically sound the same each time but yet you wouldn't realize it's like you know 200 odd different recordings yeah extremely consistent um which is what she's great at Mm -hmm. um but yeah she just seems like nice people as well um uh, and very sort of kind she's had her troubles in life and she's working you know working through it and worked through it and um you know and i think she does a lot to try and help others that are in similar situations or have been in similar situations to her yes um and yeah i think she's great in this film i i have to say i think she you know she did a a pretty good job she was um exactly like you said she was kind of that girl next door but also kind of kind and heartwarming and everyone's friend and funny and she could do like sarcastic and make um um oh god what was his name uh, henry make henry feel bad about that you know when he pretends to electrocute himself and she's like oh my that's how my grandfather died <laughs> and you know, you know and and play play that moment really seriously and then just be like you idiot you know how did you fall for that and even the moment where it's like he <laughs> when he pretends that he can't read the menu <laughs> yeah. and he does that whole thing and he's like crying and then at the end, she's just like, so you put all that effort into pretending like you couldn't read and you're not even going to ask me for my number. Like, what a waste of time. Like, thanks for the the kind of confidence boost. But yeah, you've just you just wasted everybody's time. Um, so it's really it's like she she does like that ability to switch from like kind caring to, OK, you need to fuck off now. Like really, really well. What, what, what do you think about it? Absolutely. Yeah, I agree with everything both of you have said. We do have this like strange connection to her now i mean we're in the process of having there is a picture of drew barrymore holding a picture of dom and i and now dom and i have taken a picture of of us holding a picture of drew barrymore holding the picture of dom and i and sarah is getting drew barrymore to take a picture (laughs) of her holding the picture of me and dom holding the picture of drew barrymore holding a picture of me and dom and when we it right it's just a continual layers and then the the idea is once that's been done we're gonna then get it printed and ask her to sign it and then that's a pretty special thing (laughs) i think that's a pretty good conversation starter for i don't know where to put it um dom where would you put it like is a good one to have in like the bathroom you know when people come if they need to use the toilet and they're like what you know Don't you want it to cover the, the sex hatch behind you <sighs> the sex hatch will be gone at some point um there's a hole in the wall it's a hole it's a hole it's a whole thing <laughs> anyway dad jokes yeah i it's um 
besides our, our strange little connection with her, I've always really liked her and always found her really endearing. I mean, goes all the way back to E.T., doesn't it? I mean, yes. she's been a part of our lives via the medium of of television and movies for a very long time and I've always I've always liked her yes I always see she's doing a lot of good stuff for other people and is uh, very open about her struggles like you said Dom and that is so empowering because when you have somebody that can be depicted as feeling so sort of perfect um and likable and then you also know yeah but we also have flaws and we can own them because we all do you know i'm sure adam sandler does i'm sure every people all the people we admire uh you know have ups and downs and learnings and evolutions in life and uh yeah so it only endears me to her further and all of my favorite movies with her in pretty much are like these Adam Sandler ones. I used to love the first Charlie's Angels movie when it came out. It did also come out at a particular time within our pubescent transition into the world. I think, Dom, am I right? It was right in that sort of period. <laughs> uh, you're correct. Yeah, there's another Ghostbuster in that film as well. Bill Murray's in those films, isn't he? He is. He's... <laughs> what's, what's the... What's the character's uh, name? I was going to say Cogsworth, but that's Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> Bosley. 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 Yeah. <laughs> and it had Charlie's the... Angels is another good one. I, I love both of those. There you go. And you got uh, Crispin Glover um, from Back to the Future, right? Is like mm-hmm. the weird, creepy villain. And Matt, Le- was it? And Matt LeBlanc's in them, right? Is like Lucy Liu's boyfriend. Mm. He, he is, isn't he? Yeah. There you go. Well, maybe nice. the, maybe we'll cover that one day. Um, <laughs> can we take a moment to talk about Rob Schneider and his character in this? Because I was watching this. I watched half of this last night, one in bed, and the other the other half this afternoon. And F was already asleep, and so I like was sort of holding the phone, watching it with headphones on. And there were certain moments where he made me laugh so much, I I was like shaking the bed because my like body was. <laughs> sort of shaking i don't know sometimes he can just really do it for me i mean how emily how do you feel about rob schneider in general but also in this movie i like rob schneider in general um i feel like the one of the first movies i ever saw uh, with him in it was um the hot chick uh, F, you... that's one of f's comfort movies yeah. <laughs> yeah that one i think that was the first one i've ever seen of him and um whenever that he's in Big Daddy, hip, hip hop, yeah, hip hop anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> You're giving him the easy ones. <laughs> oh, so good. Um, no, but I he was really good in this movie, and he's good in. He's been in a lot of Adam Sandler movies with Adam Sandler. He's he's really funny, and I like I like Rob Schneider in general. Home Alone Two, Dom. He was in Home Alone Two. Deuce, he was in Home Alone Bigelow. <laughs> male gigolo dom how do you feel about rob schneider i'm I'm gonna guess i'm gonna guess it's not good sadly am i right you're not right no you're wrong like he's like to me he's like the perfect idiot yeah he he can he can do like perfect idiot um which is great because he's he's like so uh he's so over the top that he's almost it's almost like corpsing every time when you're watching it it's like he's Doing, I'm doing this. I'm being this way. I'm being this stupid for you at home. 
this isn't for the benefit of the film and I'm not really interacting with the other characters. I'm doing this for the for the audience and it's brilliant. I think he's great. I I do I do think that his character wouldn't have been made if it if we were making it today. So uh, many. Yeah. Uh, he's had there, characters. He's had characters as well in other Adam Sandler movies that are like Mm, this would have, well. yeah, this wouldn't fly today. I think in oh, I pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Oh, I whenever the, the the first little bit, whenever that they're um all those women are talking, Kevin James just makes an appearance, and I wrote, oh, I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Anybody? Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, that uh, I also really like. I pronounce you Chuck and Larry as well. There's a yeah. lot in that would that wouldn't age well today either. Or but. In particular, Rob Schneider marries them in Vegas and he's basically playing like an Asian, um, what do you call it, minister. And yes. <laughs> like there's a lot of stuff like that that's like, no, 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 none of this would fly. Um, but I think if we just take it as face value and know that I don't mm. think there's any bad intention within it. It's not meant to be offensive, um, I don't think anyway. But uh, there's the bit where the bit where he like falls through the boat and he's like half and then he's just like do you have a cat something's licking me it just made me laugh so <laughs> that, got much. Me as well. that got me as well <laughs> it's the delivery it's like, do you, like <laughs> that got me as well honestly that was just like what the fuck? <laughs> oh dear and all of the stuff about the sharks and it's yes. just like no you know sharks are, fr- sharks are friendly it's like bitten his liver or something like, stop giving the dolphins weed and it's just like how, how do you think i get them to play with the white kids with the white kids yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's just like what the fuck but it's just his delivery is perfect he is the like to me like yeah okay let's see like with our modern head on a lot of the stuff that he's done wouldn't wash today and mm. you know let's uh, i don't know what to call it society now wouldn't it, it is less accepting of it uh, and mm. wouldn't uh, wouldn't agree with it but he is like the perfect like caricature actor um where you know if you want to take something and make it really over the top and big he's gonna do it and he's i think he's great at it yeah i've got a lot of a lot of respect for that Absolutely. What are you grinning at? I'm just remembering the cat thing. I'm just remembering. <laughs> it's so good. It just came out of nowhere as well. So funny. Even the way is like the kids are doing flips, and he's just like, "Stop doing the flips!" And he's like, "I show you how to do a flippy," and it does it. Yeah. Just, it's just so funny. It's so funny. But yes, you're completely right. It we society has evolved to a place of being better than this. But it's also okay to laugh because I don't think it's not done to be insulting to, Mm. I don't think it's not, the punchline isn't that he's representing, you know, a a culture or a group of people and that's the joke. He is the joke as the individual. It's not about it being representative, but that still doesn't mean that it's okay because, you know, it's not and we have gone beyond that, but yeah, I think it's acceptable to laugh though still because it is is it's funny. It's funny. Yeah, it's good. Um, okay, well, Dom, as a first time viewer, it's nice to have that that you like unique perspective on it. So, as the movie goes on and you know they're falling in love, we then obviously get to the the point that we we're gonna have to have where she says no you know we need to stop and this is for your 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 own good and she goes and lives at the um 
like the the medical center or the <laughs> whatever whatever it is which actually in lost that same exact building is used um as a um i don't even know what what the correct term is now but as a place for people that need psychiatric help and it's actually used in lost but we'll speak on that if we ever get to cover lost but yeah what did you always think it was going to end this way like did you like that it was that she was dreaming about him and painting him it's quite like a nice way to tie it back through uh i i thought they might do you know what uh originally i thought or oh, maybe there'll be a moment where she has another accident you know she goes off and she's upset she has another accident and it kicks her memory back into gear and she can suddenly like she might not remember everything for the past year or 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 that time but she will start remembering from that day and i thought oh that would be quite a nice like oh. twist to the end um but i actually i actually quite enjoyed the fact that she doesn't get her memory back and she has to relive all those moments every day all the time and um I, I thought it was really good when the 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 dad and the brother were like oh she's having a bad day you know let's let's you know we've got to kind of do the damage control bit because she's having a bad day and she that's when she gets the ticket and she doesn't understand why the newspaper's like a year ahead and and so on um so yeah i, I think i i didn't necessarily see it ending the way it did but i was pleased that it did i thought it was actually quite good and um I have like, should we talk about the end yet? You know, maybe that, yeah, maybe yeah, wait, maybe this. I just uh, from you just saying that, I remembered a couple other points. Maybe this, maybe we let's not get there quite yet. Uh, Emily, I want to ask you, how many days in a row do you think you could watch The Sixth Sense? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not a scary movie person, so probably none. <laughs> But I did write down how exhausting would that be for um, the brother and the dad to have to like keep this ruse up every single day. That that would be tiring and that would be um, just hard. Mm. I, I would 100% like the brother play it to my advantage though. Like when they're watching <laughs> the, the Vikings yeah. game and it would just be like, okay, I, I bet this is going to be the next play. And when it like and make bets out of it, just get something for it. You know, I just I would do that every day. <laughs> it's nice that the dad's like, you know, sort of gives him stop a tough time. To- yeah, stop being a dick, basically. <laughs> like it's it's a really nice family environment. Do they ever explain where her mum is? They, they, they mention say when she died, like when yeah. her mum died, whatever. Right. But they don't okay. say how. I like um, how, you know, they have to go in after she's gone to bed and, like, repaint, like, how much white paint they must, you know, get through. <laughs> right. Um, all of that stuff. And it's always his birthday and this, the same birthday cake. And they've got all the newspapers. And I, I actually think as a story idea for, like, a romantic comedy, it's actually a really good script. Like, it's a good... It's unique, right? I mean, I can't right. think of... Are there other examples? I can't think of any other examples that are similar. Somewhat like Groundhog Day where they, they're reliving the same day over and over again, but um, she's not in on it. Everyone else is in on it. Right. Kind of a thing. It's like inverted and it's nothing... Yeah. Super, and it's not supernatural. Total recall. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Is that the is that the one with is that the one with the infamous three breasts three three, three boobs yeah 
Yeah. The Arnold Schwarzenegger's memory has been wiped and yeah. everybody's in on it except him. Yeah. There's a special <laughs> period of sci-fi movies like, um, <laughs> you know, Judge Dredd with Rob Schneider. Yeah, yeah. Which is a terrible film. So terrible. <clears throat> I, I watched them in succession um, for the first time earlier this year when I was when I was sick and people were like you're always sick Simon yes I know <laughs> play hard work <laughs> hard I can't really sick though I'm married to the game baby but <laughs> yeah strange films have you seen Total Recall or Judge Dredd Emily no I've not seen either of those I don't think don't waste your time don't, <laughs> okay. don't, don't worry watch funny people though you'd like that I'm sure I thought I would Wait, let's just do a quick let's just do a quick round off. I'm just gonna name as many Adam Sandler movies as I can in my memory, and then you both just say if you've seen them or not, and whether you like them or not. I'm gonna try <laughs> and name as many as I can I, in in order without looking. I think yeah. I'm gonna disappoint you, unfortunately, but yes. On okay. what you've seen or what you would rate them. Uh probably both, but oh, mostly what I've seen. My gosh. We'll go out of Maybe ten. I- <laughs> Yeah, maybe, maybe I should do it. I've got a list of his films up now. Well, let me see if I can get them in order without looking okay. oh as Christ, many as I they're can. Not, they're not in order. <laughs> oh, they're not from IMDb. Okay. No. <laughs> I think in order though, it's Going Overboard, which is a terrible movie. Um, it was like before he really had any budget or anything. Um, and then. Okay, I'm not quite sure in exact order, but Airheads. Have you both seen Airheads? I, I've I've seen it, but I haven't seen it for a long time. I don't think I've seen it. Oh, Emily, write it down. It's Brendan Fraser, Adam Sandler, and Steve Buscemi. It's perfect. It's going to be good. Yeah, it's perfect. Uh, mm. Bulletproof with Damon Wayans. I must have made you watch that when we were kids, Dom. Yeah, I've seen that, yeah. And? It's a good film. Good film. Emily, I have not seen that one. Oh my gosh, you got, you know, enjoy. Uh, Billy Madison, grateful. Love that one. Happy Gilmore, same. Better, better than yes. Billy Madison. <laughs> Love Bar- Bob Barker in that one. The Waterboy. Yes. It it's good. It's not my favorite, but it's good. Big Daddy. Yeah, it's a good yes. one. Eight Crazy Nights. Yes. Never seen it. It's animated. Animated, yeah. yeah. Uh, Spanglish. Yes. Uh, I've seen it. It's okay. It's not great. Um, anger Management. Yes. Yeah, I've seen it. I, again, it's it's okay. Uh, I, I wouldn't mind not ever seeing it again. <laughs> A 50 first dates must be around this point, but we'll get to that when we get to the judgments. <laughs> uh, what else must be around here, around this sort of time? Longest Yard? Yes. I, Terry Crews is funny on that one, too. The McDonald's? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's the best. Um, oh, he did that Disney one about dreams or Oh, something. yeah, yeah, yeah. Bedtime Stories. Bedtime Stories. That one is a really good one. With Russell Brands in that one, yeah. Then where are we getting to? Funny people. Neither of you have seen that, but that's really good. Seth Rogen, Jonah Hill. 
Oh, then where are we getting to? Maybe now we're getting close to like just go with it. Yeah. You seen, seen it? That one? That one. Yeah. It's a good one. Blended. I haven't seen that. With Drew again. Oh, Wedding Singer. I didn't say The Wedding Singer. You didn't say Wedding Singer. That one. Yes, that one's a good one. And then we must start be starting to get into the Netflix era. So there's like the um, the Western one. Is it Eight something? Oh, the Hateful Eight. Oh, or something like oh, that. Oh no, that's the Tarantino one. It's something. Okay. That's... The Ridiculous Six. The Ridiculous oh. Six. Yes. <laughs> there you go. I've never seen it. It's not good. It's not good. It's not <laughs> no. good. Uh, grown Ups must be around here as well. Um, grown Ups is actually a lot earlier, like 20, yeah. 2010 yeah, yes, or yeah. something. Yeah, okay. yeah, you're in the right. You're in the right ballpark. Grown Ups two, um, and what was the other ones he did for Net? Hubie Halloween, Murder Mystery. I liked Murder Mystery. Yeah, me too. I haven't seen the second one yet, but I did like the first one. The second one was quite good. was was pretty good as well. Hustle, Uncut Gems. I don't know. Have I done pretty well? That's a pretty. You've done good pretty amount. good. There's, there's two of them that I that you didn't say. Click. Oh, click. that one's. Click is a really good one. And then um, Pixels. Oh, Do you ever? I like Pixels. One? Yeah. I like Pixels too. Rain, rain over me. Some more are coming to me. The Cobbler. Uh, I don't think you said Little Nicky. Oh, little Nicky. Little Nicky. Or, yeah. or Mr. Deeds. Mr. Deeds. Um, I'll get the best things. Longest Yard. Click. Uh, and I'll pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Yeah. You yes. don't mess with the Zohan. I went to see you don't mess oh, with the Zohan. You don't mess with the, the Zohan. I forgot about that one. That one is really funny. Does not age very well, but that one is really funny. <laughs> yeah, also it wouldn't age well. But I, Ephne <laughs> and I, every now and again, we just go disco, 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 disco. <laughs> Is that the one with the fizzy bubbly? Oh, yeah, fizzy bubbly. Fizzy bubbly. Yeah, yeah, so good. So good. Um, oh, also the one he did, he did one with David Spade um, that was like an action kind of one for Netflix. Can't remember. That was quite recent. I can't remember what that was called. The Do Over. The Do Over. Yes. Do-over. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I think I started watching that. And then I turn it off. And I don't normally turn films off, but it wasn't great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. David Spade annoys me a little bit, though. But that's that's a different that's for a different podcast. Um, Jack be... and Jill. Oh, Jack and Jill. Yeah, not the best. That, not the I best. Seen it. I've got I a ja- I've got a jacket from that as well. But <laughs> Zookeeper, I've not seen. Oh, Zookeeper's good. I think he was just a voice in yeah. the Zookeeper, oh, yeah. mainly Kevin much. James. Donald the Monkey. <laughs> Hotel yeah. Transylvania. I think they're all pretty good films. Oh, all the Hotel Transylvania movies. I love them. Do, do you watch them, Simon? I haven't seen them. No, maybe I'll, Have throw, you not? I'll throw them on. They're good. I, they're very funny, very silly films. They're, they're quite good. I, they're quite entertaining. They, they might be good for um, your your little man. Yeah. 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 That's it, really. Um, it's a big body. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it of uh, as a body of work, yeah, there's some hit and miss in there, but there's so many <laughs> beloved projects. I mean, to even just have one or two uh, movies that people love so much, um, but to have as many as he does really stands the test of time. And um, yeah, I mean, we, we've we seen most of them. There's not many actors you can say that with, right? Right. So yeah, okay. Can we also talk about the woman that he works with? 
and our thoughts on her, <laughs> Emily. Um, Alexa is her name. I, I had to think about that for a second. Um, there, I feel like I heard some type of debate whether that she is trans, like where her where she lies, like if she or if she. I don't know the right way. You're to, trying to, to work it. out her pronouns, Emily. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yes, I am. <laughs> I mean, the way I depicted it, I mean, I may be wrong, is that she is a woman, and you know, maybe people confused her for a man because she had some masculine tendencies. Maybe. But I think right. she was a heterosexual woman because she was wanting some some time mm. with with Henry. Yes. Is that what you thought, Dom? Yeah, I I agree. I think she gives off this old-fashioned East German vibe that you, again, wouldn't get away with in this day and age. But that's kind of, I think, the the sort of implication, isn't it? Um, that she's a sexually repressed European woman <laughs> that <laughs> will just do anything to get to... Get to Dougie. <laughs> Get to Dougie. What's Dougie? <laughs> is is it not Dougie? Not Douglas, the brother. The brother. Oh, oh right. I thought this was just like a slang term <laughs> you had for like getting jiggy. It was like for anything to get jiggy. I mean, she wants to get Dougie. I was like, what's Dougie? It's just new slang for the dick. She wants that Dougie. <laughs> it is now. <laughs> <laughs> I the way that he's like um, when the walrus is you know pretending to be sick and he's like i need to know the temperature of the water she just jumps in and then it's like i need the fish from the bottom of the barrel and just completely engulfs herself into the barrel all of that stuff is really good physical comedy but yeah she was a good addition she was funny of 10 second tom he's got the 10 second memory he shows up in some of the other adam sandler movies as like a way of sort of connecting the universes um, but he's obviously played by one of Adam Sanders friends that's like in all of the movies. So yeah, and then the, tell us about the ending, Dom. How how we uh, conclude this bad boy? Well, I thought it was a really sweet ending. Um, she wakes up, she's in her bed, play the video. She puts the video in, and it's the the story of like recounting her life up to that point, and. Um, she looks out the window and they're on a boat. So they've gone to do their like scientific study. The dad's there and they have a little, they have a little girl who's, you know, goes and gives her a hug and she's all like overwhelmed, but excited. And it's like, I guess getting to live that for the first time every day would be overwhelming, but also very exciting. No, I had a, I had a question like, at what point would you get pissed off of having to put the video out? every day like you'd think there'd be days where you'd forget surely and then there'd be days where i so i would record i would have this at the end of the video which i was can you put the video back where you found it right to yourself get, a message to you no no get her to do it oh. so it's recorded it's on the video and be like thanks for watching the video i know it's a lot to take in can you rewind and put the video back on yeah. the side. That was going to be my question. Would she rewind it or would you have to rewind it? <laughs> she would have to rewind it because I think yeah. I'm not doing that every day. That's, you know, come on. Be kind, come and, on. As be much, kind and rewind. Exactly. <laughs> as, as much as much as, you know, I would do it for the person I love, I think. Come on. 
there's a limit. <laughs> would you do it for well, me, Dom? Oh. Uh, yeah, but I would, again, put in the recording, take the tape out and put it on the side and leave it there for tomorrow. As soon as you said the person you love, I thought, I think he's talking about me. Yeah. Is that, that's is that exactly wrong it. to assume? No, no, no. You should always assume that. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> I did note down Henry making the video for Lucy really shows that if you truly love someone, you will do anything for them. There you go. Absolutely. And it is it is really nice in that way to be a bit more serious yes. that uh, it kind of just the fact that he fell in love with someone that he had to make her fall in love with him every day, um, showing that level of commitment and how much he truly loves loves her and loved her. Um, yeah, it's a really sweet story and with lots of great comedy beats in it. It is like the perfect rom-com recipe i think it ticks all of the boxes in all of the right ways um yeah i mean so let's talk about judgments and anything that we've missed you know we can get we can hit it in there so if you enjoyed this episode of the podcast and how could you not then check us out ravenshoops.net why dom because basketballs go through hoops but yeah emily they also go through nets ravenshoops.net that's where you can find all of our patreon perks which include what kind of stuff don well if you're an ultimate raven like emily you can pick a film and podcast it with us how exciting is that beyond exciting beyond exactly but there's loads of other things we do regular watch alongs uh mostly for one tree hill but we do other stuff as well particularly around christmas and if you want to be involved in those then have a look at our patreon page and you can see all the wonderful stuff we also have some amazing merch drops coming as well some amazing merch drops coming so watch out for those um very exclusive they're all one-offs um so yeah and we're doing it ourselves like crazy big man simon is in the planning for the current one and then i've got a lot of posting to do they arrived today the hoodies arrived for our current keith scott auto body shop the money's in the towing hoodies and t-shirts the hoodies (laughs) arrived today like the they're not the nike hoodies but they're not obviously printed yet and the t-shirts are on their way they'll be off to the printers and then dom and i will be sorting shipping and they will be off hopefully out before christmas is the hope but yeah so get involved ravenshoops.net emily let's do a couple little judgments here and there we won't do all of them because you know i don't sure if we thought about background and all of that sort of stuff but who's your favorite performer of the movie i'm gonna have to go with drew barrymore she just she does all around good. And Dom, that was, yeah, good. It was pick- good. Emily, I liked it. All around <laughs> good. Good. She's all around good. She all is around all good. around good. She she covers all the emotions. She does. Uh, and uh, I particularly enjoyed it when she woke up, and Henry was still in her bed, and she knocks him out <laughs> yeah. with the the lacrosse stick. So that was a, a highlight. Um, yeah. So Drew Barrymore. And you, mate? Yeah, Full House. I thought Drew Barrymore was great in this. I mean, I thought everyone was great, but she kind of made you fall in love with her as an audience member, you know? Mm -hmm. And so it made it easier to sort of buy into the story. And yeah, I think that's that's a talent. What about your favourite character, Emily? Doug. 
<laughs> and, tell us, and tell us why. Oh, it's Sean Asin. He's just so funny. And the, the stuff with the roids and um, whenever that he um, says about how that he, to the doctor, he has a friend and his friend is um, experiencing, experiencing some what dreams. And would that be linked to possible steroid use? And he's like, Doug, get off the juice. And he's like, I will tell my friend. <laughs> oh, he's, it's, he's just good. It's good. And what about you, Dom? Uh, <laughs> it was it was close. It was close to picking Henry, but I'm gonna have to go. Is it? I can't. What was Rob Schneider's character called? Is it Ula? Ula. Ula. Yeah. I'm gonna have to pick Ula because it's just ridiculous. You got a cat. <laughs> I'm trying to find that scene right now so that we can watch it together afterwards because it's so good. It's so Would good. You, what? Who, who are you picking? I, yeah, it's got. A, well, it, I'd I'll take Rob Schneider's character because he made me laugh the most. But I think if I was being a more serious answer, I'd say Henry Adam Sandler's character because you know he's the guy that um, made her fall in love every day and was just so committed. And yeah, what about? Did you have a favorite line, Emily? I did. I wrote down whenever that um, they're heading to the center and. Um, Henry says something and she's like "What? I don't even know you and her dad's like well you're kind of sort of dating him and he's like and then um, Adam Sandler's like yeah sorry I'm not better looking yeah. <laughs> I, I noted that one as my favorite <laughs> excellent and Dom um, I'm going to have to pick the the the, the licking me something's licking me <laughs> so good I don't too, think it's I don't, too funny not to pick it I don't think I can find it I'm gonna really try when we go <laughs> but yeah it's gotta be that line <laughs> do you have a cat something's licking me <laughs> it's, the... <laughs> it's the best so random um okay and then favorite song do you have a favorite song Emily forgetful Lucy it's not streaming anywhere. What in the world? I, I I love that that song. It was really cute. Is is it on YouTube? Can you find it on there? Maybe probably. It probably is. Get Lucy. Okay, and Dom. Uh, I think there was at one point somewhere over the rainbow is playing. By yes. The, the Hawaiian guy. It was like massive. Like it's a massive track over here. Um. Uh, like years ago um which is probably why it's in well i mean obviously it's in hawaii but it's probably why it's on the film but um yeah it's, it's a great it's a great little tune um on the ukulele or whatever it's on what about you simon i'll go with the beach boys song it's what brought yeah. him back it yeah. brought him Would, back wouldn't it be nice there you go mm. and last but not least let's talk about the precious precious rating so we do it a little bit differently on the movie episodes we do two ratings each just out of 10 so a subjective rating what does it mean to you personally nostalgia and all of that and then your objective rating movie critic hat on what would you give out of 10 from a 2023 perspective emily let's start with you what would your personal and objective ratings be so i feel like my personal rating would be like an eight out of ten I I love it, and I know some things have not aged well, and there are some there are some things that, but like 
my objective rating is a eight out of ten. And yeah, what about your so your oh, subjective? Okay. What about your movie critic rating? Mm. If I were a movie critic, probably like six, six, six-ish, seven, probably somewhere in that range. Probably let's go with like a seven. Okay, nice. And Dom, uh, I probably won't give it a subjective rating because I, I watched it for the first time today. But uh, objectively, I th- I think it's a really entertaining film. It's really enjoyable. It's actually a decent storyline. Um, it's very funny. There's a lot of good comedy. There's a lot of stuff that they wouldn't get away with today. There's a, like a lot of stuff in there. Um, but uh, I, I do think it's it's good and uh, a lot of it does hold up. So I'd probably give it a seven, a solid seven. And what about you, Simon? Well, this isn't one that I like watch over and over and over again. But after watching it this time, I think I will revisit more often because it is really fun. It, like I said, it ticks all of the boxes uh, and I really enjoyed it. So from a nostalgic point of view, I'd probably give it like a seven because it's not one that I held with super close, but one that I always always enjoyed. And then from a movie critic point of view, I think I'd also give it a seven because like like you both have said, yeah, it has it has a good storyline. I think it's, it's a unique perspective on the sort of reliving mm-hmm. the same day over and over again. Thought the performances are really good the comedy is really good it's like the perfect amount of time a good family film kind of yeah it hits it hits all the bases so i'd give it double sevens so there we go that's 50 first dates in the books emily it's been a pleasure as always to spend time with you to talk tv and movies with you thank you so much for coming on and thank you for choosing choosing this movie for us yeah thank you guys for having me um I hope we can do I mean, we will do it again soon. Um, when is my next one that I'm on? Season 7. I think like the 20th episode? I think is what I picked. <laughs> Dom, Dom's looking. He's scrolling. I but, think but that's what I picked. You did pick season 7 oh. episode 20. So yeah, we got a, f- yeah. a few weeks yeah. away. Um, but you never know. We've got some gaps. We might sneak you in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds good. Sounds good. I missed my season 6 one and I hate that I missed it. Oh, well, we'll, de- well, then we'll, def- we'll get you on for two this, this season. There's gaps, right, Dom? There is. I mean, there's, lo- there's loads of gaps at the moment. There's 5, 9, 10, 13, and 14 are all gaps. So let's get you 14. on twice. Let's get a double a double okay. feature of Emily in season seven. Yeah. Don't, don't, look- don't, pick, don't pick one that you think is going to be good. Just pick one. Just pick one. I, I kind of... <laughs> season seven is a little weird. I, I will... <laughs> 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 I kind of want to know what I'm getting into before that okay. I get. <laughs> fair enough. That, fair, fair enough. Okay, let me look. I think 14 might be a good one, but let me like double check my memory. Oh yeah, um, you How... could have you could have 15 as well because the person at 15. Well, 15, is... 15, 15. <laughs> I just okay, looked. The, pers- <laughs> the person at 15 is not at not at the correct level. So oh, to... Dom, Dom's become the. Since taking over the scheduling, he's taken on self, self, uh, what's not acclaimed. What is it if you've given yourself the job? Self adjudicated himself as the Patreon police. And if you're not at the right level, then you will be escorted out of the premises. Am I right? <laughs> yeah, everybody gets, gets the, the, the one chance, the one opportunity. Mm-hmm. 
And then after that, it's like, okay, now you've got to be at the right level. So you got to record, you had your fun. Now you got to you got to join everybody else because it's only fair, it's only right that yeah. people at the right level get to get to join us because otherwise, you know, we'd just be letting anyone join. <laughs> we need. To, it's not like you know we've got people like you, Emily. Day one, literally, you know, we got a that has always been there supporting. So it's not fair on yes. you know people like you. So, but. Yes, well, I'm looking forward to to seeing more of you then. That would be excellent, doing more podcasting. I really enjoyed it. Thank you so much. Dom, you have some final words? I do. It's always enjoyable, Emily. I think you picked a great film as well. Yes. Um, There's a lot of people out there that want to pick films that will put us under a bit of pressure and make us feel weird, (laughs) but you picked a really nice one uh, because you're a really nice person and this has been uh, great to catch up as well. So, yeah, lovely to see you. Yeah, it's good to see you guys too. if I'm picking a movie, it's going to be a funny movie. I'm not a scary movie person. I'm not. It'll be it'll be a decent, good movie. Nice. Good. Good, good to hear. Thank you. And Thanks how, so much for joining. How are we getting out of here? What's Dom going to do? Oh, that's the Raven's Charm. Your choice, Emily. Oh, the Raven's Charm. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. But how, how do you want Dom to do it? Like, like accent wise, is yeah, that what like impression, doing? voice, dancing, he does um, it all. <laughs> Not enough people make him dance. <laughs> really making a spectacle of Tom. <laughs> a 10 second. <laughs> so, you want you to do um, a 10 second Tom Dom? The guy that had the, mem- I think so. the, the memory, 10 second memory. <laughs> a ten, 10 second Dom. 10 second okay. Dom. Ten second That's Dom. what his girlfriend calls him, am I right? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay, we so we didn't like that. What we're doing for the what we're doing for the Ravens chant? Ten second Tom. Ten second Tom. The guy that's okay, got okay. the the memory thing. Or or ten second Dom. Yeah, that's why I said that's what your girlfriend calls yeah, you. Yeah. you went, okay. Okay. So what we're we doing for the Ravens chant? Oh my god, oh. he's got it. Come oh, on, he was doing fucking... it the whole time. <laughs> I was thought I thought that I had insulted him. I thought he didn't like my joke. I didn't know what he was doing. Okay, very good, very good. Come on, I'm better than that, Simon. That was good. (laughs) (laughs) What are we doing for the Ravens, Charm? (laughs) He's too good at it. He's too good at it. Okay, I'm just going to do it now. (laughs) (laughs) Do Ravens on three. (laughs) 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 Hello. Hi. Ravens are three. One, two. Three. It's free, oh. Tom, Dom. 